All right, we are now live. Uh, it's the first gang, episode gang, gang, of uh, Brown. What? Yep. What? Did you say gangling or dangling? What? Gangling. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Is that you heard is what he said. Okay. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> welcome you to. Heard gangling, <laughs> then you think you got glizzy vision? That's what I got. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the first episode of Brown and Bold, everyone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Young <laughs> restless music. Da, mm. na, na, na. Bold and beautiful. <laughs> the recorder edition. <laughs> okay. All right. So we seriously, we we uh we got uh we got breezy here. Here. Uh, we got a. Uh, Cards, if that's what you want to go by. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, might as well. Okay, yeah, cards. I'm with it. Okay, and, uh, with it. and uh, got wings, I. <laughs> young Sketchem, you know. Hey, we pop it. All right, so we uh we want to talk about uh, basically um basically what it's like being black in America from different standpoints, different viewpoints. Um, <laughs> so. My first uh, talking point, basically, I wanted to talk about um, just, you know, just the differences from being like a, you know, a straight black person and, a, you know, non-cisgender, non-straight. Like, it's it's a lot different. I just recently learned some stuff myself about uh, the differences of, like, what y'all go through that I'll never experience. Um, <clears throat> just to uh, share a little about myself, you know, I'm a Thai, Father Blucci, whatever y'all want to call me uh i'm 31 i've experienced uh quite a few incidents in my day from being followed home from school by the police uh <clears throat> actually i've been uh almost arrested and shot by three officers who thought i was selling drugs waiting for a flat tire mm-hmm. you know just just like that because you know a, a white woman in the store called said i was selling drugs and boom next thing i know three guns pointed at me just 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 waiting <laughs> So just just waiting to get my car towed. That's it. Mm-hmm. And uh, like that that type of stuff is it's sad, but it's so common. Mm-hmm. Especially like now, like it it happened a lot, but it's just it's brought more to light in this day and age. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, with that, because I mean, like I I experience this stuff just like everybody else, but like I said, my experiences are different from the other three here. And I kind of mm-hmm. want to uh, put a little spotlight on that. Because like I said, I'm still learning stuff about it myself. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to uh, the only woman. You know, <laughs> so we don't we don't get it. We don't get hit with a, a misogyny, anything. So <laughs> misogyny is screaming. <laughs> Where's future? Um, yeah, so I'm breezy. Um, 29, black, gay female woman excuse me um yeah i deal being black ooh, being black <laughs> being gay and being a woman in america the trifecta. all the time i feel like you know black women especially are probably the least protected beings i feel like and most disrespected beings on earth um I mean, you just experience, I mean, I got to come at me from all sides. Like I experience, you know, just blatant racism just for being black, obviously homophobia for being gay, sexism, because, you know, apparently women in America can't do shit. You know, the world's ran by men and all that other shit. So, you know, all that good stuff. But um, I mean, I've been when I say like, fuck the police and everything like that, I really mean fuck all the cops because I actually have been handcuffed by a black male officer before all because i was just walking down the street and i was on facetime Mm. and he went out of his way so you know i hate when people are like oh you know what about these you know we should get more black cops you know in the system i was like fuck all cops like they're all on the bullshit they all benefit from you know that that blue bat you know the blue lives quote unquote and all that other shit they all benefit from that privilege um like i said i was literally just on facetime and he came up behind me with his um like with his light on his car and he was like flashing it like literally to get my attention and so when i finally because i had my headphones and when i finally turned around and i looked i'm like hello like can i help you 
he was like, were you recording me? I'm like, sir, how can I be recording you if I didn't even know you were behind me? <laughs> like, <laughs> he had to literally get my attention with the fucking, you know, the light on his car to even, you know, for me to even know that the motherfucker was there. So he immediately jumps out of his car and he he was like, oh, you got an attitude? And he like throws me up mm. against the hood and fucking cuffs me. So in my head, you know, mind you, this is just the being a woman part because just growing up as women, as a woman, you're taught to, it's like you're, you're scared a lot of times just doing anything like walking to the fucking car by yourself, fucking leaving out of a grocery store or anything. Like you feel like you're just going to get attacked. Um, I, I feel like men don't really have to worry about that as much as women. Like men can, you know, take a walk in their neighborhood at night and not feel like, you know, this is just obviously about man versus woman. This has nothing to even do with like race, but you know, just men can go and take a walk around the neighborhood without the, you know, threat of feeling like, is somebody going to try and like throw me into a car? Is someone going to try and traffic me? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Not that this doesn't happen to men. Let me just put that out there. But <coughs> the threat of it, of being a woman is just so much more, I feel like just prevalent. It's like, damn. Like, Can I add I a little something like, to that? Like, I just feel like something is going to happen to me like at all fucking times if I'm not constantly watching my back. You know, like I'm one of those people where it's like, I know my exits at all times, period. I don't like really sitting with like, my back to a door type shit like those those all just come from situations that i've been in just with men to where like i've been misused abused you know mistreated whatever from men so it's like i feel like i have to protect myself at all times and that's immediately where my mind went <clears throat> getting thrown against the cop car um by this officer because you hear about that shit all the time like officers do just like grab women and just rape them like that that's literally what they do so I'm like, you got me by myself, this cop by himself. I literally just put it in my head. I was like, all right, this motherfucker's finna rape me. Like that, that's literally what I thought was about to happen. Cause what other fucking reason would this cop out of nowhere, like just randomly want to cuff me up? Luckily, that's not what the fuck happened. Um, I didn't go to jail or anything like that. He called for backup for whatever reason. Um, his white cop friend had to tell him to let me go. And that's pretty much how that situation went. But, you know, I've definitely, like I said, just being a woman, being black and being gay, like I've dealt with so many different situations from just all three of those aspects. Like, like I said, I'm always constantly fighting sexism, homophobia, like racism every single day, like of my life. So, yeah, there, I mean, there's that. I want to add something uh, to what you just said, though, um, about the going to taking walks and stuff at night. Like, it's crazy. Like, and we never really think about it as men. But like, I just took a walk the other night at like 11, 12 o'clock at night. Had not one thought about anything happening to me. Mm -hmm. Not one thought. Like, it never crossed my mind. Like, I knew I was going to go out and come back safe and sound. Like, it's crazy to think about. Like. Y'all really have to I mean, think about that every like, time. Yeah, something can happen to you. Because, yeah. I mean, we, we mm -hmm. saw what happened with Trayvon Martin. You know, he right. was literally just walking mm -hmm. home with Skittles and an iced tea, and he got killed for it. So that's why I was saying. That's why I kind of – I did want to put that out there so people aren't saying, like, that shit doesn't happen. It's like it absolutely black men do have every reason to fear being out when they're alone. But I'm saying, like, as a man versus right. a woman – the fear is different like i'm fearing for my life on all different levels when i'm out walking like i don't even want to take walks and i look like i'm a walking ass bitch like, <laughs> especially, especially now that i'm on this like you know uh weight loss everybody that like you know knows me personally knows i'm on this weight loss journey right now uh, 40 pounds lost was am okay um, okay so yes period <laughs> you know? but um so just that I used to love like I, I I do like I I like walking and stuff like that. But now I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to hit the treadmill because I'm like, hey, I'm black. So I don't want to, you know, motherfucker. And that's another thing I kind of wanted to touch on, too. I don't know if we're going to touch on that, but how people are telling women like, oh, you should just go and like arm yourselves. I'm like, dude, I have a gun like and I my gun is licensed and I have the right to carry and <laughs> right to own. So yeah. let's put that out there. Like I own a gun licensed. I don't feel safe even with my gun because, okay, say I have this gun. The cops see me, black person with a gun, they automatically think I'm a threat. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's shit like that. Like, I shouldn't even, like, I, that's why I just cancel walks. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to 
A, get targeted for being black, B, get targeted for being a woman, especially with, you know, all the trafficking that's going on in the world right now. We just heard about Wayfair. That's a whole other topic. Um, just shit like that. It's like, bro, like on every front, I feel like I'm going to get fucking attacked just even leaving my house. So, you know, black men definitely do have a reason to fear walking, you know, alone at night. But I just feel like the difference is, between, you know, like, it's right, just, like I feel like men can feel a little bit safer walking the streets than women do. And I definitely do. I definitely don't ever think about anybody like coming up and just like taking me or anything like me. Like, yeah, the uh, the police, maybe. But like. Even in yeah. that situation, like um, you don't think you're just, gonna get molested, right, just, or just, shit. just me personally. Like I've got like uh, I got I got a little extra protection as far as like that stuff goes. Like I got an uncle in the mayor's office and my aunt's in the court system, so mm-hmm. I got a little extra protection. So I really sometimes I really just like, oh, I'll take a walk down the street, no big deal, you know. Uh, obviously, you know if I get like killed or something like that, obviously that's a big deal. But you know anything other than that, it can be taken care of. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's crazy thinking about y'all got to think about all that just leaving the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, unless you got anything else, we are gonna uh, go ahead and turn it on over to uh, Young Cards. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Young I'm, Cards. I'm, oh, Young Cards, Young Cards. <laughs> yeah, cool. Young Cards. Awesome. I'll take that. Um, I'm Cards. Thirty. I almost said twenty-nine for some reason. Well, nah. I know I almost said thirty. 29. I just turned 30 and it's a horrible year to turn 30. So I'm still 29. So 29, <laughs> um, you know, don't want to start a decade off like this. Uh, bisexual, homo romantic. I feel that like that's important to point out because people like don't really, you know, can you uh, elaborate on that? A little bit? Yeah. I was like, I think you should elaborate yeah. on that. I, the fellow um, gays in the chat know what you mean, but yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the people the, that the, are listening, the straights, the straights don't really know. Cause mm-hmm. I don't really, you know, help, help okay, me out. Okay. All right. So like you got your sexuality, which is what everyone focuses on, which is why you got people who are just like, you know, as a kid, you can't be gay or bi or whatever, because everyone thinks sexuality is just, you know, all about sex. Mm-hmm. But then you have your, like, for you, Ty, Blue, uh, you're heterosexual, you're also romantically attracted to women. Mm-hmm. It's fair. Like, you imagine yourself with a woman, you imagine yourself having sex with women, it's perfectly fine. Like, that's what you're attracted to, that's what you want to be with. For me, I'm bi-romantic, I mean, bisexual, homo-romantic. Sexually, I can have sex with whoever. You know, mm-hmm. with consent. Um, romantically, I see myself dating other men. Mm-hmm. So while I can, like, I have that sexual attraction to women, I don't see myself in a lasting, happy relationship with a woman. Right. Okay. Okay. And that's, sense. that's on me, not really like on women, which some people mm-hmm. will try to make it seem like it's just being misogynistic or whatever, but it's not. Yeah. You have your people who are bisexual, but heteroromantic. You got people who are bisexual um, and biromantic. They can, you know, be in a relationship with men or women or mm-hmm. anyone in between. Um, you have who are asexual, but hetero or bi or, you know, or homoromantic. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole spectrum. Um, and when I initially came out, I told everybody that I was bi, but everyone was like, um, I had a, a clear attraction to men, so mm-hmm. everyone eventually I let people convince me that I was just gay, mm-hmm. but it never really felt right to me. And then, like within the past two, three years, maybe is when I really started to understand the difference between romantic attraction and sexual attraction, and mm-hmm. I've reclaimed my bisexuality because that's what I am. Um, and you know. I don't know if y'all ever see the tweets, but I'm, I argue with people all the time because, I mean, you got gay people who don't yeah. want to believe in bi people. You got mm-hmm. straight people who don't want to believe in bi people. And you got me who doesn't have the tolerance level to let them just take that shit. Same. Um, so, you know, got to point it out. Uh, where else was bi- I with this? Bi erasure is very real. Very real. Let me uh, Let me ask you this. Have you mm-hmm. had any uh any experience of like uh being denied or anything like that just from like the black community? Because like I know a lot of the the older 
people in the uh, in the black community kind of look down upon anything other than being straight. Hmm. <laughs> oh, we're touching that topic today. Uh, we we, oh, t- we, t- we touching. If it's got if it's got to do with the black community, that's that's what we that's what we going on. We we discussing any and everything, you know. So like my uh, my grandfather personally, uh, my uh, one of my younger cousins came out as gay. And my grandfather didn't talk to him for like a good two years. Nah, let me pop this Xanax first because. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's see. My let own mom, <laughs> mom initially rejected it. Um, I came out to her. I remember it was it was kind of funny. Like it felt like the moment I was supposed to. This was not too long. I mean, I came out to like my friends first because obviously. You're, it's easier usually to come out to your friends than it is to your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So like maybe like half a year after I finished coming out to my friends, started coming out to my family. Um. Came out to my brother and my sister before. No. Came out to my sister before my mom. Then came out to my mom. Then to my brother. Um. So like there was one night I was home from college. And my mom went to work. She went to work like early in the morning. But on the way to work, she found out she didn't need to go to work. So she was on her way back home. She called me. She was like, hey, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. You want to go to Waffle House? Because I don't have to go to work. Mm. So I went with her to Waffle House. Um, so, like, something in my spirit was just like, all right, this is the moment. Like, this is the time. Like, y'all in a Waffle House at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. How often does that happen? So I came out to her. She said she wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. I took that as acceptance mm-hmm. it's not what it was um so from further conversations with it she was just like you know like do what makes you happy but she didn't want me to tell the family mm-hmm. and initially i kind of understood that because like i know how my mom is she's not the type to really want to deal with a lot of drama and honestly at the time i didn't want to deal with a lot of drama I mean, I still don't want to deal with drama. I'm just more, you know, ready to deal with the drama. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was all right. But I came out to my brother after I came out to my mom. And the first thing he did was call my mom. Uh-huh. So after he called her, she called me. Mind you, I'm at school at this point. And <laughs> in fact, I was doing my student radio stuff. Like we were having a meeting or something and she called me. And we got into a whole argument because she didn't want me to tell him. She didn't want me to tell anybody. Like when she said nobody, she meant nobody. Mm. Um, so that conversation went about as well as you could expect. Um, I was just like, you know, what would you do if I come home for the weekend and I bring a dude with me? Tell you he's my <laughs> boyfriend. She was like, send y'all back to wherever y'all are dating. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't really know at what point in my life she came to accept it because she's she accepts it now. Like I mean, she well, met my good. ex. Yeah, we're on good terms. Like it's not like she scrunches her nose up every time I mention my attraction to men or anything. Um, and hell, like even when I go to Pride and stuff, like she, because she has a an employee um, that's a lesbian, so like she's always trying to keep me come out to like all the events. So she tells my mom about the events and my mom tells me about the events and it's just like, okay, so like you, you've, you've grown. I don't know what, right. at what point this happened, but <laughs> I'm happy that it did. Cause like, that's my only parent. My dad mm-hmm. died in 91. I was born in 90. So that lets you know my only parent. Um, and like, even when I came up to my sister, my sister made a comment about, um, how I should be happy that my dad's not around to hear this. Mm. So that's been something I also struggle with. It's just like, okay, so like now you put it into my mind, like when my dad had accepted me. And then it's like, why do I even care if he would have accepted me considering I wasn't even one when he died? Um, But, you know, you want your acceptance from your family. I never really had many conversations with my family about it but I'm aware that my family is aware 
which the silence on it can be you know i can imagine yeah a little it's, it's like the know, elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about yeah it's just, like, just it's like are you not yeah. talking about it because you're uncomfortable or are you not talking about it because you think i'm uncomfortable like yeah um but like some of my family members like you know we talk about it openly um but my grandparents like i have my grandparents i'm told my grandparents no i never told my grandparents um and my grandparents you know they're old they're like in their 80s mm. uh and i've heard comments they've made in regards to my cousin who's gay like this this, this only happens apparently once in a generation like this is my mom's cousin who's married they got a beautiful daughter as a matter of fact um when the quarantine started you know everybody was doing that don't rush challenge mm-hmm. um the one that had like gay fathers and their kids my cousins were involved in it they were like the first ones in the video mm-hmm. um and then like i got a younger cousin and it's a lesbian it's my cousin's daughter and i know that she had to deal with some shit with her mom with my cousin which I couldn't really, y- y'all know, silence is the key in black families. Y'all mm-hmm. know this. Um, you know, you. my cousin tells my aunt about my little cousin being a lesbian, but she's like, don't tell nobody, but my aunt can't hold water, so she tells my mom, and then my mom tells me, and I'm just like, well, shit, I kind of want to talk to my cousin now, because, like, you're not about to be treating her like this. Right. She's lesbian. Right. Right. Um, but you know things ain't your place in black families you're not really supposed right. to you're supposed to be quiet you're supposed to keep it quiet i just keep an eye on it okay as long as it's dialogue and not like actual anything else then i don't feel a need to step in right okay um, in the family anyway all right like so if, uh yeah yeah no i i want i want to i want trying to cut you off uh no, because I wanted I wanted uh, to see because uh, I I, I kind of want to get to uh, sketch because you know he ain't yes. had a chance to say anything, um, yeah. but also I want to uh, loop back around to breezy after because I I feel like she got some uh, something to say on that last topic. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, so sketch. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Okay. Right, listeners, it's Young Hama 2.0, aka that boy Carlos, aka I can't afford bread, aka Stan for tax this reasons. Guy. But I'm Young Sketchum. <laughs> I'm 29. I'm from Bay Area, California, uh, and I am a right-handed pansexual trans man, and I'm black. If you hadn't guessed, why'd you have to add the right-handed part on there? <laughs> I mean, because he's daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) it it goes. It's a long-standing joke of mine. (laughs) All right. right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Top picks. Um. (laughs) So, like I said, I'm 29. Uh, I'm black. I'm trans, and I'm queer. So. That's like rolling snake eyes, but you only got like 20 dice all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you don't know whether it's going to be lucky or you about to tap the fuck out. <laughs> so, touching on what Card said, now, I've grown up in a religious household my entire life. And mm-hmm. my mother's a Jehovah's Witness, and I still live with her. So... You can already guess what kind of a train wreck that is. Granted, I will give her her props uh, because in the beginning, like um, maybe in, in the next three weeks, I'm going to be officially two years on testosterone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Period. Congratulations <laughs> on that. Period. My best friend calls me Barry White going through puberty, so I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,. Like, I think my mother's coming around, but at the same time, she kind of uses my old identity to, like, punish me when she doesn't get what she wants. Mm. And I'm trying to, like, fight my way through that. But 
overall like with support systems and with like people in my household versus people outside like I got so much like love and support outside of my house that I'm just like all right I don't give a fuck I'm here I'm queer what do we have to eat (laughs) (laughs) but along with that too like the way actually I came out, I was originally I originally identified as bisexual when I was in high school, and the way that I came out is I got outed by my mom's ex boyfriend, and what he was doing he was supposed he was this trash ass rapper, <laughs> and he was looking for paper to write down his trash ass rhyme, and he just happened to find this composition book I had that was full of like love notes and poems to this girl I used to like literally I know she was fucking playing me but whatever mm-hmm. she's got seven kids now I think I'm good why are, <laughs> why are women <sighs> but go ahead I had I had to slide one in there <laughs> god <laughs> but that turned into like a whole religious conversation and the thing that they always do especially to women who are lesbian bisexual yada 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 is you haven't been with the right man yet oh or you don't know if you're gonna meet the man in your dreams and like that just happened to me the other day right it's always fun right it's a roller coaster it's the greatest <laughs> fan fucking tastic but um like i had that and like more or less she didn't she didn't want me telling my family members but she felt like she could tell our family members oh mm-hmm. so i kept getting caught in the conversations because one of my little sisters is a lesbian uh then my older sister on my old man's side she's bisexual and i'm like this motherfucker has like eight kids so and like three to four baby mamas so i see where all of us like kind of being involved with women comes from so i'm like all right like i already inherited lactose intolerance from you so i got this too all right cool (laughs) (laughs) but um like after all that like i wasn't it wasn't until i was like maybe 24 i started identifying as non-binary because i never felt attached to being a woman or like being feminine none of that shit like i was at pay less in the men's sections all the time like trying to get like all our fresh sneaks i had the coolest pairs of shacks come holla at me shacks <laughs> <laughs> hey I, I was low income my entire hey, life man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, get it right right slide through it's like are those the jays no this man's taller <laughs> <laughs> Add another and, foot to that height. <laughs> <laughs> and from like there, like in adulthood, I hated that everything started clicking, but I'd rather it have been later than never. Yeah. Right. And like maybe around the time I told my mom, I'm like, hey, so this kind of this she her shit is not not the jazz. So can you like maybe like call me non uh like gender neutral pro- pronouns and she just went the fuck off it's like they you're not a they that's plural i'm like oh you are not currently advanced in english okay cool <laughs> and she went off on me at like three o'clock in the morning and she's like you'll never be that next thing you know you're gonna tell me you're a boy and me <laughs> three years later i'm like oh, <laughs> damn you were probably right that's crazy okay um so congratulations you're psychic you're psychic right even though your your group doesn't believe in that but i like you got you believe in young homie that did the moonwalk over over the ocean and you don't believe in magic (laughs) cool Mm -hmm. cool all right it's not to offend anybody out there (laughs) oh so what i'm what i what i'm hearing is uh for five hours let's what i want to hear though because the 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 
the topic of today's podcast was okay. about being, you know, black, <laughs> or, you know, gay, straight, whatever in America. Sketch, have you, especially being trans, like, have you specifically ever just dealt with, you know, a, just a strict injustice against you and you know it was because of you being like a black trans person? Okay, two parts to that. Yes and no, surprisingly. The yes part is mainly, I noticed that there was more discrimination, especially from my height, my voice, and the way that I look to people, especially because I got a struggle beard coming in, <laughs> um, is that mostly white men and older black women always misgendered me. Mm-hmm. Because they felt like they were light, right? It's like it's more of a tangible thing of what you see in front of you versus what the person is, mm -hmm. and like we can touch on that whole subject, but I'm not going to do that today because I haven't eaten yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <The> energy. <laughs> but also no, because I have to realize, like. As, as a black person in America, we don't have privilege. Mm -hmm. But for men and identifying men, people identify as men, they have more of a privilege, especially trans men in America, that masculinity is power. Mm -hmm. And because of that, like, my friends that are trans women who are non-binary, they get more of the brunt of the boot because they don't match society's ideal of what performative womanhood, uh, performative manhood, or what gender identity is supposed to be in the first place, because it's all seen on a binary spectrum. Yes, this is so true. It's not ones and zeros. Like, legitimately, when I say spectrum, I mean the whole fucking rainbow. I mean monochrome from white to pitch black. Like... Mm -hmm. Okay, let me, let me ask a question. It's possible. Okay, this is a slightly off-topic random question, but where, where, where do muscle women fall in on the spectrum? Because I, I, I like those. Like where? Oh God! <laughs> I don't know, but I just know I want to be suffocated as well. So I'm with you, brother. Okay, I just, I was just, just curious. Are you I wanna... referring to like the type of like Abby from like The Last of Us? Yes, no. like punch me, punch me. Yes, please, please. Sir, choke, choke me out, choke me out. Like just King, love yourself. You know. <laughs> we got to go to black bodybuilding competition. Oh no, no, I'm I'm saying like built like that, but in black. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah definitely. Period. Yeah, that's what I meant. Gotcha. Yeah, you know. Uh, as long, see, for muscle women, whether they are cisgendered or they are transgendered, however they identify is their fucking business. Black. If we want to be stepped on by them, that's another story. <laughs> right, I just, I just, I just had a conversation about that the other day. Uh, uh, there's this character, there's a trans character in Street Fighter, uh, Poison. Poison. Yes, Poison. and I'm like, you know, I'm like, you Poison. know, I'm like, I love Poison Step. I'm like, you well, you know, that was a man, right? I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> what do that mean? Like, I said what I said, like, right? And you're you're supposed to be a man too, but I see you acting like a straight bitch. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm like, I said what I said. As I ain't taking it back. Right. Very true. And to our, our listeners out there, trans men or men, trans women or women, non-binary people are to be respected for their pronouns. And if you don't get that, you can get the bibbity bop the fuck out of my face. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, and also, also, <laughs> uh, please, yeah, please be careful about the uh, the the white people saying this stuff on Twitter because they they give the whole thing a a, a bad connotation. I had a woman tell me uh that i was a misogynistic rapist because i drank cow's milk hello so <laughs> that's like just <laughs> animal crossing and not it's like all i can do is laugh because it's just so fucking ridiculous it's like just just be careful careful of that side because they they'd say anything but you know like the, the folks here you know know what they talk about I it's like calling a vegetarian homophobic because they won't eat meat. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I was. I guess I. I've noticed, you know, the other side. That's what we're gonna call them right now. Yeah, the other the side. Other side um, <laughs> they have a tendency of taking our speaking on human rights 
mm-hmm. and relating it to animal rights. Yes. And it's like, bitch, I'm going to eat my burger if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Cards I'm not talking about that. Burger? I will have a salmon burger. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Breezy, what you about to say? to white people we just are exactly it's like that's why they're equating it to 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 animals like i'm like this like you're not helping any points here by doing this any points you're just making everyone look fucking stupid three-fifths amendment y'all okay so a question for for you guys um Mm -hmm. is there anything uh you feel that can be done to like help these situations like realistically like anywhere in the near future like something we can do like amongst our own community as far as what for like racism or homophobia <laughs> all well the mo- the spot the spotlight here f- to for me personally was like i said was the uh the uh, homophobia portion of it because a lot of people listen they've experienced you know just just from the black side but like it's a whole different spectrum once you start mixing, you know, the the homophobia in, because then that that just multiplies everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanna I wanna say something real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it, it's a direct answer to what you just asked, like what people can do. Mm-hmm. This is specifically to any white people that may possibly listen to this, you know, because I've been seeing a lot of you know white people in the past month or you know time is so fucking irrelevant at this point i don't even know whenever (laughs) it was that george floyd passed i believe that was in may um i've been seeing a lot of white people asking what can i do to help and you know they come out to the marches and you know they say you know like oh you know i'll put myself in front of you and use myself as a shield if the cops start shooting and everything and that's beautiful love Mm. that need more of that but if we're actually really going to make any kind of change as far as just like on the racism front, we have to dismantle the system that was built on racism. <laughs> so you have to, it has to it has to literally start with white people because us black people, we're not going to be able to dismantle the racism. It has to be the white people that dismantle it. And when I say that, it just starts with something simple as, OK, me being a black woman. That's another thing I have to face. I go into work. I can't really show too much emotion because if I do, I'm going to get labeled as the angry black woman. Mm-hmm. And Karen over there might go to HR and hmm. they might be like, oh, let me call HR on her because she's making a hostile work environment. So when I say like dismantle the system, it has to start there. Like if the Karens call in and they're trying to make a complaint about an angry black woman or angry black man, whatever. HR, whoever, the whatever white allies or say they want to be allies working in those positions, you get on that phone as an HR rep, whatever, and you say, no, I'm not going to let you file this complaint against this black person just because you feel like they're giving you some kind of attitude. And it literally will spider web from there if those kind of things start happening. Because mm-hmm. until that kind of shit starts happening, nothing is going to get dismantled. Like we need to hire more black people in these jobs. We need to have actual black people in office. Um, And that's, I'm not even going to go into like government and stuff because fuck the government, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) just talking about just trying to just everyday stuff, you know, just everyday dismantling the system around us. It really does have to start with white people. And that's why I said, I, I, I'm speaking directly to white people that may be listening right now. You know, you just marching out on the streets, isn't going to change if you're noticing racism in your job or in your everyday life and you're still not saying anything. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be the ones to say something. Because we are. We have been saying this shit. Like, we, nobody listens to us when we talk. You know, we we're just become about, angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, we're, we're just angry. And that goes back into being, um, you know, woman versus man. Um, if I can speak on that real quick. You know, everybody really rallied together for George Floyd like they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, when it came to Breonna Taylor it's not the same energy like when we're discussing black men everything is all serious we need to call these numbers we need to sign petitions we need to march and everything when it comes to brianna taylor 
oh, well, let's turn her name into a meme. And, you know, the oh, white girl goes yeah. and puts her name next to her fucking pussy and was like, you know, this is my OnlyFans. Like, she's turned into a meme. She's turned into a song. She's turned into, like, it's never the same seriousness is taken when it's men versus women. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that also needs to, when you ask what do we need to do, that's for, I'm speaking directly to black men right now, have that same energy that black women have for y'all for us because a lot of these revolutions and organizations and everything that's happening it's ran by black women a lot of this power and everything like it really does come from black women like black women are so fucking powerful and we take all the slack off of black men or we try to and we really don't get that same energy in return from black men you know, just as simple as everybody wants to um, talk about how the whole entanglement shit popped off. I don't really want to talk about that. I'm only saying something real quick to just touch my point. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody had August back. You know, they had the black man's back against against Jada because she was wrong. So we were supposed to have his back. But the second that a black woman said something and he thought it was shade towards him, he gave all this crazy energy and tried to like drag you know kiki palmer through the mud yeah. and i'm mm-hmm. like you know black men you got to do better you know what i'm saying i'm like we're sitting here having your back because obviously you were mentally you know abused by jada because he was let's just call it what it is um but you know everybody's making the memes and everything thinking it's cute but if it was on the other side if it was will grooming this 23 year old woman it'd be a whole different story but moving on past that you know we everybody automatically had the black man's back versus the black woman. Like I said, as we should, because she was in the wrong, but you know, he took that anger and just like took it out on another black woman. Didn't deserve that. And you do see a lot of that all the time. Like black women do just get like attacked (laughs) by black Mm -hmm. men so often. Hello? Hello. Yeah. So that's why I was saying, just speaking directly oh. to black men, what y'all need to do is have, the, you know, protect black women the way black women protect y'all. Because we always, like, try and shoulder everything for black men, and we have black men's back. And cause I'm, I'm not saying, because that's, like, sounding like, oh, I'm saying, like, oh, you know, like, fuck men. Because obviously, everybody's trash. This human, this the human race that's, is trash. That's fair. Women can be trash, too. But I'm just saying, like, you really you more often see a black woman going hard for a black man versus, you know, a black man going hard. So that's just me as a black woman saying to black men, go hard for us. Like we go for you. I want to, uh, piggyback on that. Uh, and I'm talking directly to the black men out there as well. Like we, like she said, we got to do better protecting our women because they, they do really ride for us. Like no questions asked. Like they're, we 100% need to have that same energy. There should be no reason that we don't stand up for them, just just period. Like, they shouldn't have to feel unprotected at every turn. If there's one place they should feel protected, it's by us. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. With, all, with everything else going on in the world, all the stuff they got against them, like, make a safe space. Like, because they do the same for us. You know, we, we can come home talk about our day frustrations you know be taken care of like keep that same energy give it back across the board like that's that's what i personally want to see that as well as also in the black community to educate ourselves in like the the lgbtq stuff like the different terms and uh proper pronouns like educate yourself like i i'm still doing that myself like i'm still researching and learning because I want to do it, you know what I'm saying, correctly. I don't want to offend anybody, and I want to, you know, call everybody what they prefer to be called, or what they identify as, because that's just that's just common courtesy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you wouldn't want somebody to come out there and, and misgender you or, you know, say something about you that's not correct. Like, just, just learn, educate yourself, and protect these women. Yeah, and if you don't know someone's gender, just hit them with a they, them, or with, like, you don't want to be like a he or a she. Like, if you right. don't know or you don't feel comfortable asking, which you should, but if you don't, yeah. just they, them. Like, <laughs> like don't even assume that it's a he or she. Right, just like with, 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 uh, with uh, Sketch, I'm like, I asked Breezy, you know, like, hey, what, 
you know, what, you know, should I call, you know, what should I call them? Like, I don't want to, you know, misgender, like what's the proper pronouns. I want to, you know, come with respect. You know what I'm like saying? The first conversation. Daddy, so. <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk to me, ma'am. You got, you got to, you got to, you got to change your, uh, your Twitter handle to, uh, daddy sketch him now. It's just, it's no. got to. I mean, he is Poppy Cheeto, so let's okay. go this, this is not for this podcast, man. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to add two black men. Um, it should not take you having a daughter or a niece or yes. a sister yes. to Speak justify you protecting black women. Exactly. Like, that shouldn't be yeah, a cause thing. all those girl dads can go to fucking hell too, because <laughs> they was a they was a quote unquote girl dad for a month after Kobe passed, and they went right back to slandering black women after that. I'm like, I thought y'all was girl dads. What 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 the fuck happened? Could not be me. Piggybacking off of that, to black men, to people who are supposed to be allies, to black men, black women, black trans folk, especially to the LGBTQ community. Stop with the performative allyship. Please stop. Listen. Please stop. Please. Because at the end of the day, we literally all bleed the same blood. Mm-hmm. We all, from a biological standpoint, come from the same fucking place. But that's not the po- this is not the podcast for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> not only that, respect how people feel and how they present themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying, you know what, let me not, because I was about to get rude. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because, like... I say talk about it. Go ahead. Talk, talk on it. We I'm got like, time. I so I'm like, like I said, respect how people present themselves how they feel because nobody says shit to you at three o'clock in the afternoon when you look like you just woke up and got out of a fucking tornado in the middle of the mcdonald's drive-thru i that's ollie specific okay (laughs) speaking from speaking from a place (laughs) (laughs) wow what you mean speaking from a place only mcdonald's (laughs) i mean mcdonald's in 10 years Fuck out of here. No, I mean like how sketchy right, folks. So I'm thinking he probably has read someone with that exact line. <laughs> I feel like there was someone in his mind when he said right. <laughs> mental image. He's speaking from a place. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what I meant. No, but like what sketch said the performative bullshit for people that want to act like they don't know what that means. That goes exactly into what I was saying earlier about like don't use these black women who's passed away names as memes that's performative Mm, like purposefully doing shit to get likes and retweets on your fucking twitter or whatever because you want to look quote unquote woke and i hate the word fucking woke anyway Mm -hmm. i feel like they're all sleepwalkers but um (laughs) yeah that that is performative allyship is exactly what the fuck sketch just spoke on exactly especially with all these companies too like you saw that meme where it was like at the end of pride month Every year. Every year. And then at 12 midnight, they change their logo. It's gone. It's all gone. Every year. And I've spoken on it every single year. Like, that's another thing to, once again, answer, you know, Ty's question about what do we need to do. Stop fucking applauding these companies for doing the bare-ass minimum. Bare minimum. You know, oh, well, I I guess I'll support this company because they threw a buy flag up. Okay, but I mean, not buy, excuse me, a gay pride flag. Uh, I said buy because my mind just be on buy people because I love my buy folks. So y'all be erasing the buy folks. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) you know, oh, they put up a gay gay pride flag. So let me support them. Okay, but do they have any kind of gay anything going on the other 11 months of the year? Or is it only during pride month? Same thing with black folks. If they're only putting up a fist or some shit during February, you know, Black History Month, and they don't do it any other month, you know, call these companies the fuck out. You know, right. I've been seeing full price. Yeah, period. You know, and that's what I love so much. I mean, we all know obviously that 2020 is a dumpster fire, but yeah. the beautiful part about 2020 right now is because everybody's like, you know, in quarantine and everything like that. It's been kind of forcing people to pay attention and like open their eyes to the bullshit that has been going on because like i'm black every fucking day 
I'm gay every fucking day. I celebrate being black and being (laughs) gay every month, not just during Black History Month or Pride Month. So I see these companies doing this performative bullshit every single year, but nobody ever really speaks on it. This year, a lot of people were actually speaking on it. So, you know, we need to do more of that. Like, actually, so in... And I say this very, very lightly. Like, I joke around a lot, so I don't take this too seriously. But cyberbullying, to mm-hmm. some point, be working. Like, yeah, well, yeah. fucking companies, do it. Force them. Stay on, keep your foot on their fucking necks. Like, don't, like I said, don't let them get away with the bare minimum. Oh, you put a flag up during Pride Month or during Black History Month. Show me that support all year round. Put actual black people or gay people on your products, on your website, shit like that you know help black people give money to black and gays like keep your foot on their necks and people are kind of doing that right now so that is kind of what's beautiful about 2020 is people are kind of sort of waking up i still call them sleepwalkers because ain't nobody really woke right now but um you know keep keep doing that keep your keep your fucking feet on these on these companies and everybody's neck and make them actually fucking support us throughout the fucking year and not just when it's you know that month, you know, Pride Month, Black History Month. Right, right, 100% right. agree with that. Also, quick PSA, if you can call your favorite rapper by their name, you can call somebody by their pronouns. Thank you. That part. Oh, there you go. There you go. Little, little, what's that, what's that, what's that boy name? Little, uh, little pump. You going to run call another grown man, little pump, you can call somebody by the correct pronouns. I mean, that's, thank you. It's, it's that simple. No pause on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, it's uh, it's about that time. Uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, thanks to my uh, guests. What it sounds like from the uh, the conversations. Uh, we had we got a few more episodes in us. Uh, is uh, is what it sounded like. Uh, yeah, so. You know what I'm saying? So. I, mm-hmm. I, I did too. I thank y'all for uh for uh coming out uh tuning into the oh. Thunder hit kind of hard. But anyway, uh, thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming out to uh, Brown and Bold, and uh, we'll holler at y'all next time. Definitely don't Peace. Forget- I